Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Owie, hydrated by Hairy Man Brewery. And tonight we have a huge show planned for you. Joining us on the panel is Matthew Bond. How you doing, mate? You know what? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a great start. Owie, how are you doing, man? <laughs> it's going to be very strange having two Matthews on the, on the panel tonight, Tim. How have you decided to differentiate between the both of us? Well, you're Owie. Yes. And you're Bondy. Oh, <laughs> is he Bondy though? Because I've had many conversations with Uga, who seems <laughs> to think that your name should be spelt with an I. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you like? Growing up, uh, Matthew Bond, obviously. Yes. All right. So I'm guessing you got lots of the James Bond sort of terrible jokes yeah. that aren't funny at all. Yes. Um, so how did you just sit on Bondy? Well, I actually, uh, I was 10 and my I was in a, a soccer team. I didn't ask for your life story. <laughs> and there were seven Matthews in the soccer team. And so we all went by our last name. Seven Matthews. And I remember my dad said, well, you're now Bondi. And I thought my dad was a genius. Mm. I'm like, how did he think of that that nickname? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was probably called it his whole life too. So. Yeah. Mm. But I thought he was just the greatest dad at that time. Oh, well, mate, welcome to the show anyway. It's Thank great you. to have you on. Uh, our producer, Wolfo, uh, he is your favourite body surfer, Matt Bond, that is. <laughs> is right? that true? Yeah, 100%. Why? <laughs> well, I actually don't know if I've caught any waves, so I don't know <laughs> how I'm your favourite body surfer, but I really appreciate it. I think he's got to be the most stoked body surfer. Whether he's not catching any waves, that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But he's the keenest guy to drive, what, hour and a half? From the hills, yep. Every yep. every weekend to come for a surf. And um, he makes us feel bad because generally we don't want to go out <laughs> and we have to go because he just drove so far to come for a surf. <laughs> I do get the pity vote a lot and uh, we jump in uh, when the waves aren't that good and I love it. Mm. Yeah, well, mate, I'm so stoked that you drive out all that way as well. I, Sean was originally saying, listen, me, me brother-in-law, he's going to come down and body surf. He's not very good, but at least he's keen. And you came down with the old, uh, I think you had Tech Ones. I <laughs> was did. it Tech Ones? Yes. And yeah. Timmy was like, straight away, I love it. He's in the, he's in the team. Yep. He's the opening fin sprinter for the boys now. <laughs> and you've just blossomed from there, Bondi. Well, thank you. I really love getting down there. I really love just having a swim. Uh, I love, uh, you know, you never regret regret getting wet. You, you never regret it. You should put that on a t-shirt, <laughs> mate. You never regret. That's good, actually. Thanks. Yeah, I like that. Um, you yeah, should, you should put that on a t-shirt, actually. We can start selling merch soon. No gr- no regrets when you get wet. <laughs> no no regrets. I like it. All right. Well, we should probably mention um, we've got a lot to talk about and Bondi, we're going to get into your career, your body surfing career very shortly. We also have Tom Ma joining us on the, sh- on the show very shortly uh, because Tom Ma is the new slight handboard champion of Australia. Whoa. Well done. Yeah, should have a, like, sorry. Yeah, yep. you don't have a thing. Okay, so um, we sh- we've got a lot to get through. We've got some some housekeeping to take care of. We should mention that over the weekend, Slide Fest Australia 2020 took place. Now, it was powered by Defin Hawaii, sponsored by Spy Optic Australia and, of course, Slide Handboards Australia. Trav from Slide Handboards did an amazing job putting it all on. Unfortunately, the Budgie Boys were unable to cross the border. Now, we cross live to Oi, who has a prepared media uh, press release statement to uh, explain exactly what happened. Last week, a few days before Slide Fest Australia 2020, 
the Budgie boys were informed that they would not be able to cross the border to compete at Slidefest Australia 2020, held on the Gold Coast over the weekend. While the official border closure was not due to take place until the day after the competition, our flights were cancelled and some border passes were revoked. This meant that we were unable to fly or drive into Queensland prior to the competition taking place on Saturday. While some New South Wales competitors and spectators were granted entry into the state of Queensland, the Budgie Boys were denied leading many to question a possible conspiracy to keep the boys out of the sunshine state. The boys had been training very hard, preparing A-grade content as media partners, and some had already started the long journey from Sydney to the Gold Coast in one of the smallest cars to have ever been manufactured. While the boys were unable to take part in the competition – we were still able to enjoy the festivities within New South Wales by going to the pub, having a punt and getting effing blind. To everyone that was able to take part, we hope you had a great time. We would like to congratulate all the winners and applaud Trav, the slide team and all the sponsors who made this amazing event happen. Well said, well said. It's it's heartbreaking to, to talk about this. We were looking forward to it. I've prepared another statement. This is a media release about um, my back, my lack, <laughs> my, my lack of content and my lack of swimming in recent months. So for the last few weeks, due to a severe back injury, I've been unable to body surf, create passable content or perform my husbandly duties. I would like to apologize to the Budgie Boys, my co-host Oe, executive producer Woofo, the loyal listeners, and my girlfriend. It's not good enough, and I need to own it. I've been reflecting on this for some time, and I promise I will do better. I would like to thank my physio, Tony, for helping me through this very difficult time. Without your support, I would not be here today. Thank you to everyone for your very kind words during this very hard time and supporting me as we continue to waffle on each week here on the Body Surf Podcast. Matthew Bond, I believe you have a prepared statement brought to you by Aporto. Hello, my name's Matthew Bond, but you can call me Bondy. I'm currently the Hill's number one body surfer. And when I'm not driving halfway to Queensland before getting turned around or locking my keys in my car, I enjoy eating some authentic protégés chicken from Aporto. From their succulent flame-grilled chicken to their perfectly seasoned hot chips, I just can't get enough. But you just can't go past the Bondi burger. Oh, yum. <laughs> Mention Matthew Bond at any participating store for 10% off your next Bondi burger. Aporto, get the real taste of Bondi today. Aporto are in no way affiliated with the Body Surf podcast or any of their conglomerates. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was meant to be Portuguese. That's a, that's a, that's a typo. I definitely didn't say Portuguese. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, well read. And uh, I think that sort of brings us up to, up to speed and up to date with everything that's been going on here. For the last week or so, oh, it, it was devastating news and we had to, to make a really hard call a few days before. We were due to go to Queensland for Slidefest. We were all looking forward to it and... What happened, Owie? Yeah, so we decided that most of us were going to fly up in the end. I know we said to, to Bondi, listen, you drive, mate, and we'll, we'll hop in the car on the way home. And so Bondi's left on Thursday night. 
the about eleven o'clock on Thursday, uh, our our flights got cancelled. So Sean and I had had booked tickets through Jetstar. I think Robbie had booked tickets through Virgin. Virgin yeah. Now Virgin was still flying, uh, but Jetstar were cancelled. So flights to get there gone. Mm. absolutely gone, no chance whatsoever, uh, and getting home was just as hard. So uh, if we decided to drive, we could have gotten in. So, for instance, you've seen Tom Marr and um, I, I believe Tom Marr's from New South Wales yep, yep. Uh, and Dylan Kelly, uh, lots of other guys. Uh, Dave Malloy also got up there, all drove. Uh, the problem for us was we couldn't get home. So our um, – our border passes actually, you had we had to reapply for them and prove that we could then get back out of the state, uh, which wasn't going to be the case. So, uh, sadly, we uh, got denied entry, and I was really upset about it because we we booked last minute. We I was saying on the podcast, I, I was worried that we we're going to get locked down, and we'll leave it to the last minute. And mm. we left it to the last, literally the last minute, yeah. because I booked on Tuesday, and our flights got canned on Thursday. Mm. So um, a bit upsetting. We got the flight credits now, so we'll definitely be able to go up to the Gold Coast in the near future and hopefully hang out with the guys from Slide and the Goldie Sliders. Uh, but yeah, it just didn't happen this weekend. Now, Bondi, talk us through your journey. Now, you obviously hopped in your little mini, you had the road, you were listening to the podcast, enjoying life, and then and then you got this phone call. Whereabouts were you when you got the news? Yeah, so I was driving up the, the coast, um, got past Foster, uh, which is oh, three and a bit hours, uh, got to Taree, which uh, is probably about four hours from, from Sydney where I live, uh, and got the call. I, I noticed on my phone I was getting a lot of messages and I was being a, a good citizen. I wasn't checking my phone while driving. But, um, yeah, then I, I got a call from my brother-in-law, Sean, and he told me basically that all the flights have been cancelled. He just got an email from Jetstar or whoever and uh, and they weren't going to be able to get there. And uh, so we had a very hasty conference call, mm. all the budgie boys, and had to make a decision quite quickly as to what we were doing. I was really sad. Um, I was – it was about midday. I was getting a bit hungry. I was halfway there and um, – yeah, had to make the decision to turn around, and so I literally did a U-turn on the on the highway and drove home. <laughs> so, you you left at what time in the morning? Eight eight in the morning. Eight in the morning. So now I'm guessing you put last week's episode of the Body Surf Podcast on straight away. I did. Yes. And where were you when I said you're at about Central Coast? <laughs> you've got a long way to go. Yeah, I was at the Central Coast. Yeah, good. See, that's good. <laughs> you, you yeah, timed I, it out. I timed it out good. Yeah. Uh, the sad thing was you had to listen to the last 20 minutes of us dribble on and then turn around when you got to uh, Taree oh. and come all the way back. Yeah. So what time did you get home? So I got home at four o'clock that day. <laughs> so I left at eight. Got home at four, put in a full day's work <laughs> and uh, I got home and my wife looked at me and just I was perhaps the saddest I've been. <laughs> yeah. I was I was a mess. But you know what? It, it wasn't all it wasn't all tears, you know, because we had the whole weekend to be able yeah. to hang out and body surf with the budgie boys. Mm. Yeah. So we actually on on Saturday, uh, we hopped in Robbie's boat. And I hopped on the back of the jet ski with Uga and and Corey, 
And uh, and yeah, we went and had a little uh, body bash out at the uh, at some un- unnamed reefs. Mm. 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 Yeah, which so it wasn't all bad. We like there was positives, Timmy. Is what yeah, I'm trying no, to no, say. I had a great day on the punt and uh, had a had a lovely <laughs> uh, burger. I believe uh, you had a, a blue burger on Friday night. Yeah, I had the Sharkies burger. <laughs> Mm, yeah, the Sharkies were playing uh, Friday night and, uh, yeah, Blue Burger. So it was delicious. Was it? Yeah, it was actually quite nice, $16. Wolfo, we should probably bring you into the conversation. Were you going to come to Slide? No, uh, I wasn't actually. Okay. What did you get up to this week? <laughs> I know all the guys are listening on, online as well. Um, uh, yeah, I just had a quiet, quiet weekend with the family, to tell you the truth. <laughs> That's not on, eh? <laughs> Uh, I knew I had uh, only one leave pass to, to cash in and I had so much fun at um, uh, Womp Camp last year. So You're saving up for that. I'm saving up for that. Yeah. Well, we probably we won't talk about that yet. We've still you know, got to ride the hype of Slide Fest. But, yeah, we probably in the next few weeks have to sort out that mess because there could be issues there as well. So, mm. um, we're in, a, in a moment, we're going to get the, the, the Slide champion on the phone, Tom Ma. But maybe uh, before we get to that, we might just go through some of the results uh, from all the events over the weekend. Uh, Owe, you've got a, an email from Trav here who's uh, summarised everything for us, which is yeah. Lovely. And so it was actually quite interesting to watch the events start to take place on the day because obviously we weren't there. Mm. Uh, we would have loved to be there, but uh, the first initial videos of the surf and you look at I even went on and I checked the wind and I, I saw it all kind of coming together uh and yeah Trav summarized it great so he said what a day it all came together what a successful day it was of solid surf offshore cross-shore winds throughout the day three to six foot uh sets bombing which I wasn't too far off on my prediction mm. I would like to say I said about it was I, I said it might be five to eight feet they said they got some six-foot bombs there. I'm stoked with that. So big walls, big pits, uh, tough swim outs. I was talking with Ulgar over the weekend and he said that surfing up there, they have a big sweep. So if the um, surf's coming through and there's not kind of a lot of entry exit points for the water, so it just tends to sweep down the beach. So it must have been quite tough um, swimming out there on the day. Uh, it was really sunny, Travis said, and there was 40 competitors and 21st timers. Yeah, so 20 people in the water for a competition for the first time, uh, that's what it's all about, really. You want to get – these competitions are getting people in the sport or maybe Mm. back into the sport, you know. Like plenty of people might have surfed um, their whole lives. They started body surfing. They've gone, progressed, I guess you could say, to stand-up surfing and maybe in older age they're heading back to their their body surfing ways. So 20 first-time competitors – uh, that's great. So the junior final was actually won by Alana. Now, how do you say her last name? Glowalski? Wolfo? Glowalski. G-L-O-W. Come on, mate. You're the producer. I'm going to say Glowalski. Yeah, Glowalski. She's 14 and she's a slide team rider. So the runners-up were Cooper Smith. Third was Ace. And fourth was Lincoln Smith. Now, Bonnie, I'm going to pass this one over to you because uh, it's the over 45s final. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. uh, So uh, coming first is Lee Smith. Well done to Lee. Um, Runner-up, Harry Gordon. You guys were talking up Harry Gordon last Well, Trav, that was Trav's pick and and Trav's stoked that he uh, was in there. Absolutely. Yeah, well done, Harry. Uh, Third is Jay Ma. Fourth, uh, Alex Beaver. And fifth, uh, Darren Varenkamp. Uh, So... 
They had a five-man final, uh, but in the first minute, Lee took off on a solid one, uh, did a spin into the barrel, flew down the wall, and pulled in at the end to get a solid score. Uh, and then the rest of the guys chased him down for the rest of the final but couldn't catch him. So well done, Lee. Good job. Yeah, you keep going, Owie. We got the ladies up next. Ladies are up next. Now, uh, Linda Franklin came first in that. Uh, Runner-up, Lily Kelly, which is Dylan's sister. Uh, third, Therese Glowalski. So I'm guessing that is either the sister or the mother of uh, Alana. Um, and Diana Owen came fourth. So the ladies did well. Even getting out was definitely hard work. Um, Lydia, in her second year, took the title. She also did well in the over 45s. Uh, in the opens, now, here's the uh, this is the big one. Mm. This is the big one. This is the open. So it is open to pretty yeah, much everyone yeah. there. So yeah. everyone can compete. Uh, and it got down to uh, the final four of Tom Ma, Pat McNally, Alana, Lowalski and Dylan Kelly. So that goes in that order. Tom Marr came first. Patrick McNally was the runner-up. Alana Glowalski came third. And fourth was Dylan Kelly. So the final was hotly contested with many low-range scores. And finally, uh, Tom secured one high-scoring uh, one high scoring wave and this was the difference second to fourth was very close so mm. that's kind of what happens in those competitions you get the the better mm. waves earlier in the morning because the winds tend to be better um, and then later in the day they they can swing around and get a bit more on shore so it looks like it might have been a, a low scoring final uh, and Tom Mars come out and won it mm. Mm. Well, maybe we should get him on the phone now and just have a quick chat to him. Um, I'm interested to see how he even got to Queensland because obviously we had troubles with that. But um, to hear about his experience and, and to see how he, how he uh, did taking out the competition. G'day, it's Tom here. Hey, Tom, you're on with the boys from the Body Surf Podcast. Congratulations, first of all. How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, very well, very well. That's good. <laughs> Sorry, um, before before we get into SlideFest, and obviously you are the, the new champion of SlideFest 2020 in Australia, um, <laughs> we just want to ask you a quick question. How, how did you go getting into Queensland? Because we had a lot of issues. Getting into Queensland, I am from Queensland. Oh, oh, really? Minimal minimal issues getting down the Gold Coast. So you're currently living in Brisbane? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Good stuff. All righty. So let's let's, let's talk, if you you don't mind talking us through the day, um, how did your first heat go? Uh, First heat was good. Uh, I made a late appearance uh, to the event. My dad and I had been for a surf, uh, an early, early surf. Um, and then we rocked up and call it the tail end of the heat before us. And I think the swell was kind of like coming up on a high tide. Uh, so it's pretty lump, lumpy and chunky out there. I don't know whether you guys have seen any pictures or any videos of the day. Um, but yeah, first heat was all right. And then we progressed through to uh, quarters and then semis and then finals. And the tide progressively sucked out and it just got a little bit heavier and heavier. It was lots of fun. So when you got all the way to that final, uh, what was the surf doing during that that big one? Um, it was cooking. It was it was probably like four to six foot, maybe maybe a bit bigger on the sets. Um, Southport, where where the event was, um, 
kicks up a lot of swell, you know, it's like one of the open beaches on the northern end of the Goldie and as a southerly swell running, I think we were catching the tail end of that east coast load that you guys had down south. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was really fun. Shallow banks and uh, pretty peaky surf, lots of swimming, uh, big, big sweep. Yeah, it was good fun. Nice. And now Dylan Kelly won last year. Were you able to have a bit of a chat with him in the water and get a few tips? And, uh, uh, you know, eventually um, you, you took it out and, and beat him. How, how was that relationship throughout the day? Oh, yeah, he's um, <laughs> pretty good. Um, I've known Dylan for a little while. Like We've bumped into each other in a bunch of contests over the years and whatnot. I don't know. It's never too serious out there. So it's just a bit of a laugh. Absolutely. Now you you've taken out Womping, uh, Wompoff or Wompomp. You've taken out Wompoff um, with Team Defin and now Slide. What's next for you in the body surfing calendar? Um, I don't know. So now, I don't know. I don't even know what the next event is. <laughs> someone should organise something. <laughs> <laughs> Put a call out, mate. Get someone to organise something. Now, Tom, um, Tom, are you going to come down to uh, Womp Camp at all? I don't think I'm going to make one, one camp. Similar with the uh, getting into New South Wales and then getting back into Queensland, I might encounter some issues with that one. Mm, yeah, it might be a bit hard. Now, yeah. uh, with the other comps that kind of might run at the end of the year, I guess um, Team Defin probably aren't going to be able to bring out their, their high-quality Hawaiian body <laughs> surfers. So um, who are you thinking of surfing for if – uh, Wompoff ends up going ahead. Uh, are you still going to surf for Defin? Uh, I know that you're a war team rider now. Um, maybe war yeah. might be uh, putting a team together. Yeah, we'll see what Ricky does there. I don't know. Would that be cheating, putting a team in at your own contest? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not um, sure. I think it should be okay. I don't know. Yeah, put it put it to the, put it to the people. See what <laughs> they think. Um, I don't know. Well, I, I'm good mates with some of the women for this, but... Uh, I, I I don't know. We'll see what the fin does. <laughs> now you you have recently made the switch over to war hand planes. Now how how yeah. did how did the war hand plane hold up with those uh, Gold Coast conditions over the weekend? It was sick. It was awesome. I was surfing. I was using the the bad fish um, model, and it performed very well. I uh, put it through its paces, and um, yeah, had heaps of fun. Nice. And were you wearing a wetsuit or were you in your sluggos? No, I was definitely in a wetsuit. I get very cold very quickly, even <laughs> up here in Queensland. It's shocking. Yeah, right. Now, um, were you able to catch up? Uh, do you, uh, now, I didn't know you were from Brisbane, but do you often um, slide with a lot of uh, – do, do you catch up with a lot of those boys from the Goldie Sliders um, or do you sort of um, keep to yourself up in Brizzy? Well, uh, I kind of just float around everywhere. It's the beauty of living in Brisbane. You know, you're an hour to the north coast and an hour down to the Goldie down to the Goldie. Um, I see those guys, well, you know, around at, uh, at the different body surfing meetups a couple times a year and stuff, but I'm not a not a religious weekend body surfer with them on what I think they're down on Sundays most days. Yeah, um, no, it's, yeah. Have you been able to get your mal out lately? Have you been getting up on the stand-up recently? Uh, yeah, I've been doing a fair bit of surfing. Um like I said, there's been a good runner runner swell at the moment, so they're spending a fair bit of time at the beach. Um, yeah, having lots of fun. 
Now, Tom, uh, the big question I want to know is how is the after party? We are having mm. withdrawals here down where you, the budgie boys like to like to have a beer. Now, there was talk that the, the after party couldn't be as big as last year, obviously because of the coronavirus. Um, but did you guys get to wet the whistle on a few? <laughs> uh, I actually took off afterwards. I, the downside of living in Brizzy is driving back to Brizzy. Yeah. Um, so I split pretty soon after. I'm sure they all got a bit rowdy. I heard they were going to um, the South Point Surf Club afterwards. Had a couple of uh, light celebratory beers at home, but I, I didn't. I didn't get into it at the after party. I regret something to do next year. Yeah, that's right. Now, Tom, uh, we'd love to get you on uh, the podcast as an actual guest soon. Uh, so it was good to catch up briefly. Uh, but yeah. we have our we have our good friend Bondi sitting here, and he hasn't said a word for a while. So we're gonna um, cross back over to him soon. Um, but yeah, thank you for uh, wrapping up Slide Fest for us, Tom. And we'll chat to you again soon. Sounds good. My pleasure. Look forward to it. There he is the new champion, the new Slide Fest Australia twenty twenty champion. Now, oh, I, I, it's hard to to reflect on something we weren't a part of, and that's why we wanted to get Tom on. And I, I think we're starting to get a bit of an idea of the comp. But man, have you got huge FOMO right now? I just feel like we've missed out big time on a really really good event. Yeah, that's right. And how good did it sound that it went? Uh, even with all the restrictions that they had. Mm. Now, just like imagine what next year is going to be like yeah. when we get back to some sort of normality. Uh, just to finish off with uh, what Trav wrote, uh, I've read here on the second line mm. of the second page, Hamish has withdrawn because he was unwell. Yeah, big news. Now, that's I didn't actually see his name, but it didn't, it didn't click in my brain yeah. until just then. What's happened there? Because he, he's a very good body surfer. I had I had some money on him as well. So I saw Ben and Simon from the Goldie Sliders do very well. And uh, yeah, I, I was the same. I couldn't see Hamish and I was quite concerned and, and that makes sense. I hope he's doing all right. I hope he's feeling better. But that would have killed him mm. not being a part of that event more so than us. So Hamish, hope you're doing all right. Um, I guess we'll find out the scoop soon, Wolfo. But um, yeah, that that's crazy that he couldn't do Slide Fest this year. Yeah, he just jumped on the uh, on the comments on on the YouTube. Uh, he had to pull out due to a COVID spread in Brisbane. He needed to get tested, so oh. it was good timing. Ooh, wow. yeah, there you go. So unlucky. Uh, all the best, Hamish. Hope you're doing well. But um, there's always next year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, thanks to Defin Hawaii Spy Sunglasses Australia uh, and Slight Handboards for putting on a sick event. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Bondi, how does that make you feel, man? I know you were going to, you know, you were looking for a podium finish, so this must be killing you. I'm going to say four to six foot swells. I'm so glad I didn't go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't go in anything more than two foot, so. I reckon the battle out would have been fun for us. (laughs) Well, do you remember my, my first event? Yes. Uh, there yes. was 20, 20 new people at that one. I think that was me last year at Wampa. Mm. Yeah, it was. And uh, we saw how that went down in the tag team event <laughs> where it was honestly, to give you credit, it was probably two and a half foot of wind chop mm. and you were struggling quite a lot to, <laughs> to get it out, just out the back. And after we had watched you for like a couple of sets and we're like, all right, yeah, Bondi, we're cheering. And then it was kind of like, okay, come back to the beach now because <laughs> you, if you keep going, you, go, you may die. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember I was terrified because, because I didn't want to let the team down. You guys have been talking about 
Womp Off for so long. Mm. Um, every uh, episode, there was five uh, episodes of the podcast the week before. There was that epic poem which stirred us up. So I was really keen to put in a big effort and I remember I was had so much adrenaline. I was so nervous. I basically ran down to the beach. I tried to... I try to. I remember Barrel Pig being right in front of me. I'm I'm terrified of Barrel Pig. <laughs> He's uh, a big presence on the socials. If yeah. you're listening, hello. Um, but anyway, and he was right in front of me, and I thought, well, look, if I just sort of swim near him, maybe I'll pick up a, a little wave. Um, anyway, he w- went quite quicker uh, out the back <laughs> than I did. So then I, I was swimming under a couple more waves, and I th- <laughs> and then I thought, oh my gosh, I think I've been out here for like 20 minutes. So <laughs> I've given up a third of our time, so I should probably head back to the shore. I don't think I actually caught a wave, so. Um, but I got a good reception when I came out. So. Yeah, did we? Well, we planned to go and pick you up and and celebrate you as if you were the victor, <laughs> but then we swiftly realised we couldn't pick you up because you were too large. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, listen, it must have been fun though. It was great. It was a good day. Um, it was freezing cold. Um, it was cold that day, but uh, yeah, I had a really good time, and I think I think. Um, like the camaraderie of body surfing in general is just really great. I love just hanging out with the boys. Uh, I know I, I it was mentioned before, I drive basically an hour and a half to get to the beach to hang out with you guys. And um, so to spend a whole day at the beach with with uh, with my new mates, um, that was just so good. And even though I got in the water about five minutes of that, of that whole day, uh, I had a great time. How long had you been body surfing when you were at Wampov? So... I can't remember when Wompoff was, September, October. Um, I started body surfing. I went for my first ever body surf last February. So, um, Sean uh, is my brother-in-law. He's also the chief medical officer of the Budgie Boys. Um, He's a really good guy. Uh, Anyway, he asked me to come down and just uh, go body surfing with him. And he's been talking about body surfing for a while. I thought it was a bit of a joke. I didn't know what he was doing. And then I saw a picture of him on the socials and he was catching a, a wave. And I thought, okay, so it's not just like, a joke it's actually something he does and um <laughs> so anyway i thought i'll just come down with him one day and um uh yeah uh went down to allura gate 22 um uh there was a couple of guys a couple of budgie boys in the water um i didn't have a pair of budgie budgies at the time so i wore uh some some shorts so i looked pretty weird because uh, everyone was in sluggos and yeah, I uh, went out, I, I tried to catch like half a wave and it was just that feeling of like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing in the whole world. I remember like going out um, uh, when we went out of the water and I was on cloud nine mm. and then went down to the kiosk, had a lime milkshake for some reason. I was mm. kind of bullied into that, I think. <laughs> um, it's our team flavor, mate. And yeah, and I was just like, I remember on the drive home thinking, I'm going to come back next week, um, bring the tech ones out and um, I, haven't, I haven't looked back. Mate, that's so good. And as you've progressed, now I, every week I, I sit back and I watch, I observe, and you're getting better and better each week. You might not think you are, but every week you're building on your skills. I even think of this week, this weekend, we've gone out <laughs> to uh, one of the reef breaks in Cronulla and um, – you decided that you might not hop in. It just there was a lot of water. In fairness, there was a lot of water moving, uh, and you're like, "Nah, I'm I'm going to sit this one out." So uh, one of our other team members, Robbie, decided to get out, and he was like, "I'm going to get Bondi in." So um, where you enter this reef break, you have to kind of pick your timing and then jump in between the sets. 
And so uh, we he kind of edged you closer to the to the water, and then you fell over, and then you fell over again, and then a wave hit you, and <laughs> and then you kind of got pushed over the rocks. But to your credit, you kept getting up and you kept going. And so we were all in the water going, oh, this is not going to be good. Like we could be – this could be a rescue mission here. <laughs> and uh, to your credit, you jumped in and then all I saw was you kind of go under a wave and when I popped back up over the wave, you were on Robbie's bodyboard. <laughs> Robbie was swimming and he was towing you out <laughs> to, the, to the break. From the rock face. And it's those things that are just building your character day by day. You're getting the skills. Um, you're conquering your fears. I mean, you didn't catch any waves out there. I definitely did But you didn't need to, you know. It's it's about getting out there. It's about enjoying it, being in the water. So how do you feel you've been progressing since February, I guess, mm. February last year to where you are now? Yeah, uh, I guess, um, well, firstly, it's weird you guys got me on the podcast. I was thinking on the way here, I'm the first non-body surfer to be on the podcast. But um, I really I really love it. Like, I really love uh, getting out there. I really my, – my goal at the start of this year was to get uh, – not to stay on the beach. It was to get in no matter what the conditions. Uh, haven't always kept to that because mm. uh, I do – I'm a small wave specialist. I do like to get out <laughs> when it's small. But um, I really, I really do – like just the experience of getting out into the water. I didn't grow up with the water. I, I live in the Hills District, which is um, over an hour from the beach. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm still getting used to, I guess, how the waves feel, like when, particularly when they break, you know, when they you kind of get in the in the wash and it's still terrifying, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I've been out in the reefs a couple of times. Um, I really like... I guess, knowing where to go in. So I always need to sort of be told, all right, you need to go here. I've seen my fair share of kook slams, so I need to know to, to jump at a certain time. I didn't do that on the mm. weekend and I de- definitely got cleaned up. But, um, yeah, it's just getting getting out there, getting into it. And um, I guess the good thing about the reef is you can kind of sit on the shoulder and sort of watch what people do and not really um, know where the waves are going to break. So... It was terrifying going in. Uh, Corey had to kind of make sure I, I didn't die on the way in as well. But <laughs> it well, was good. It, to your credit, Bondi, I, was it the second time you went out we we went to Shark Island? Was that the second time you'd body surfed? That was the second time I've ever body surfed. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> the second time Bondi body surfs, Timmy, we go out. Were you there no, that day? No, so no. we go out to Shark Island. Now, Shark Island is n- not a forgiving wave at all. All. So if you get in the wrong position, you're going for a ride over the island. And so we just swam out there. It's a it's a pretty big swim. It's about a, a you'd say a K out maybe. Um, and as soon as we get out there, a wave comes and Bondi's in the perfect position for it. And we all are howling at him, go, 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 go. And so he just turns and to his credit, straight onto a wave and we're like, you. And I'm going in my head, all right, you got to, he should be turning left now. He's not turning left. He's gone straight. All right. He should be getting off the wave now. He's still on the wave. And you just kept riding that thing straight, straight onto the island. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the second time you ever body surfed. And I was like, this bloke's, he's the bloke for us, Timmy. He's the man to have around. Uh, have you been back to Ireland since then? No, no. One, one time only. Um <laughs> I, I remember that uh, really distinctly. I, I, I still don't understand wave sizes, but it, it felt friggin' massive. Um, but 
Yeah, if, if I remember, it was actually, I mean, people did call me on the way, but it was you, Oe, that called me on <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah. And uh, I thought, well, I mean, he's, he's got my best interests at heart. How, how, how bad could it be? And yeah. uh, caught this wave, uh, didn't know how to turn. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and then I, I got hit by the wave and ended up on the rock and I was going, oh, look, crap, what do I do now? And then the, the worst part was, was when, when you're on the reef, when you're on the, the rock, I didn't know what to do next. Yeah. And I'm just getting hit by wave and wave. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> it, was, it was. Yeah. It was a really good day. And you and to your credit, you swam back out. You didn't catch any more waves that day, no. but you were just sitting there and observing, and which is the right thing to do. Uh, I Yeah, I've loved the, to see the progression uh, in you, and now you are turning left, you're turning right. <laughs> and how's that feeling? Yeah, it feels great. Um, it's really good. I really like uh, – uh, particularly uh, shories like beaches and um, I'm getting more confident in, in what to do there, where my position's meant to be. For a long time, uh, I, I didn't know where to be on the wave and it sounds sounds mm. dumb, like like all you need to do is catch it and then whatever, but it's where to be and when the wave kind of ends. That's where I wasn't sure what to do and so now I'm feeling confident that I know where to be and, you know, I know the wave's going to go over me so I can duck under it and then go for the next one. And, mm. um, even just feeling confident about just swimming out to the, the end of the break and um, being confident to, to duck under surfers and that kind of thing. So I'm sort of getting there and every time I drive to the beach, I just know I'm going to have a good time and uh, that's what it's all about, I guess. How long did it take you to purchase your first hand plane? Oh, I got it. I went on the, the day that I went back for my first day. So February, I went my first day, caught half a wave and that afternoon I went and bought a, a war uh, uh, wood, wooden, whatever it is, the, the, the fish. fish. And, uh, yeah, I remember I was like, I need it for next week so I can take the war out no matter what. And that's when I went to Shark Island and almost killed myself. But, <laughs> yeah, it was straight away. Does it have a few scratches on it from Shark Island? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk us through what's in your floppy bucket. You started off with the war fish. Um, you had the tech ones, mm-hmm. which are very rare. Now, where did you get the tech ones? Uh, I think – Why did you have the tech ones? Uh, I, I, I wish I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just I, – I think I just got given them once when I tried to bodyboard when I was 15 once. So mm-hmm. – they just gave me these tech ones and wore them the first time out. I uh, got absolutely my feet were wrecked at but the end. Like you have quite a large foot, so it's not as though someone's just given you these, right? Like what size is your foot? Oh, it's like normal, eleven. Like it's, it's but you're like you you have toes the size of fingers. Yeah, that's the problem. My so, toe is as big as my fingers. They are. They're, if yeah. you want, like we can if we sent pictures to people, you would pay for, like people would pay for that. But like it's not as though someone just goes, Oh, I've got these flippers in the car, here you go. You've had to like deliberately go out and buy those. Or someone's bought them for you. Yeah, well, someone bought them for me, I guess. Mm. But anyway, they were they were pretty old, and um, so I took them out. And I think um, my first experience of you guys were just laughing at my tech ones. Um, <laughs> oh, it wouldn't have been no, me. No, no, Tim, no, I respect Tim, the tech. Tim, Tim loved them. I think. I think. No, I, I was fine with the tech ones as well. I was. I was very proud. But if they're hurting you, like they're no good. So anyway, uh, so I. I Outgrew them, and I went and bought um, some Defins. I got some Mark Cunningham's. But that took you a while to get because they weren't released. I don't think at the time you started body surfing. No, I also don't like to spend a lot of money, mm. so I tried to savor my gear for as long as possible until it was um, absolutely ridiculous that I was still going out in these tech ones. Um, so yeah, so then I bought the Mark Cunningham Defins, uh, and I used them for a little while. Now you want to give them a big plug, don't you? I do. 
Yeah. I do. I, I, I like them. Go on. But they're not they're not that good in the in the heat. <laughs> right. Why? <laughs> well, I left them in the in the back of the car over summer, back of the mini, and um, anyway, I got them with your keys. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other story. Uh, and um, yeah, and then I got them out and I uh, looked at them. Now I thought rubber, you know, lasts pretty well in in the in the heat, but obviously not because I turned them out and they 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 looked like this, mm. uh, which is my hand in a scoop motion. The old defin scoops, we call them. Yeah, and so it took me a while to get them back flat. I don't <laughs> think they're fully flat yet. They've still got a bit of a concave. Um, so yeah, I was riding them for a while, uh, and then I. For some reason, went and bought uh, some uh, orange uh, dot vipers, uh, the V5s. And so I've been using them lately. They're my sort of go-to fin at the moment. And you find them comfy? No. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think so. No one does. But they are a good fin. Yeah, I like I like that they're kind of narrow. Um, and, yeah, f- uh, they just feel comfortable in the water. Now, have you sold your scoops yet? No, um, do you want to um, do you want to plug it on the podcast? Yeah, if you want to contact me on Matt C Bond, um, I'll sell you my scoops. This this one up price. here, mate. That's oh, g'day. Yeah, what's up? Uh, yeah, so feel free to DM me, slide into the DMs, and I'll sell you some scoops. Now, have you like gotten much more in your floppy bucket? It seems like you're the kind of guy that just wants all these accessories. But you did mention you are sort of frugal with your money and that sort of thing. So, what have have you been sort of collecting some things and filling up your floppy bucket with some funny gadgets? Yeah, yeah, I do have a lot. Um, I bought a floppy bucket, um, which is my first initiation into the the budgie boys. I figured I needed something in the back of my car, and then all of a sudden, I think I need another one because uh, <laughs> it's just full of full of crap. So. Uh, I bought some um, I bought some wetsuits from St Vincent de Paul, my favourite store, <laughs> and uh, they all had a few holes in them, but that's all right. It's speed holes. Um, <laughs> but I went and actually bought a uh, a new wetsuit. Uh, it's a Zion Steamer three by two Yeti. Nice, nice. Really like it. Uh, shout out to the guys from Zion. Um, and what else do I have? Oh, I've got a I've, so I've got a bad fish as well. I've got yeah. a war bad fish. I love that. I, I ride it a lot. From your sponsor. Yeah. You're technically sponsored by war. I I mean You're I'm, a war warrior. Am I? Warrior, yeah, is that what they call well, it? I haven't been uh, tagged in any photos <laughs> on the war uh, Instagram. You'll get there. But, You'll yeah. get there, mate. Um and and also really like the the belly slater, belly board. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, you're one of the only people I know, oh, there's a few boys that do it, but uh, go out with the, the earplugs. How have they been working for you lately? Yeah, so they're really good. Uh, so I went out once and I um, felt like I had water in my ears like all week. Just because there's water in you. <laughs> it was just the worst feeling in the whole world. And so I just Googled. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how do I not get this? And so I bought the Surf Ears mm. um, version 3. And I love them, except uh, I went and uh, uh, I went and used them. Uh, couldn't stop thinking about it, how good they were. I uh, went the next day at Cronulla, Lura, Gate Twenty Two, and um, I lost them. So mm. had them for one day, lost them, and then they were so good, I bought another pair. Mm. Okay. Did the guy give them to you for free, or you actually just went and bought another pair? I went and bought another pair, but I did. I did email him, and he gave me a good price. Oh, so, that's nice. So if you ever do lose your surf ears, um, tell him Bondi sent you. <laughs> there you go. So I want to ask a question about the surf ears. Now, does it um, affect how much you can hear in the water? Uh, they claim that it doesn't, mm. but I mean it's it's not as good as not having them. Uh, but I can still hear. Like, an, if you're mm. cracking jokes, I can laugh along. Yeah, because there's some some people have really bad problem with their ears in the water. Yep. Now, I, I think I went through a stage 
and it, it still kind of happens obviously after it rains uh my ears get a bit gunky and and a bit sore but i've never been someone that's had big problems with my ears now i know that for some people maybe including yourself anytime you get in the ocean it's just horrendous like it's painful or you're walking around all all week long with water in your ears uh so maybe those surf ears are something to think about if someone's listening and you have really bad problems i watch um uh, the Kookman up there in the Central Coast, he always wears the surf ears. Yeah. I think they're surf ears. They might be some some other brand. But, um, yeah, there's a few others that um, that have them. Uh, really good investment. Now, uh, so you've got your surf ears, you've got your war, you've got your flippers. Uh, you're, all, you're the guy that I feel is, has always got something. You've got something new. Like you, the – to use the cliche, you're the all the gear, no idea. Absolutely. Yeah, and I love it. So, what, like, t- tell us, tell us something like that's maybe on the horizon, maybe something we don't know about, we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So, I've been coveting um, yucca fins for a long time yeah, now, right. and uh, been on the on all the Instagram all over our winter, their summer. Uh, apparently, they're out of rubber. They they've sold all out of their fins. Um, so these are guys over at uh, uh, Newport Beach, um, and they're the wedge guys. They make some really good fins, it looks like, and um, they kind of look a bit like the Vipers I ride, um, but um, you know they it just looks heaps good and heaps better and really different flexes, which I like. So I've been coveting them, and I'm really keen to buy some. I did actually go to check out a pair, like you know, and online you go check mm. out um, and. And including shipping, it was something like two hundred dollars. Yeah, and that's a lot of money to drop drop on some rubber. But well, you know, what else am I going to? You do heard it here first, guys. I I had this conversation with someone the other day. Someone needs to get on being the importer for Yucca because that's a money making scheme. If I've ever heard one, because we've got importers for Viper, you've got importers for Churchill's Wars, Stealth. DMC, the list goes on. No Australian yucca representative mm. that I know of. So if we, you're listening, pat and pen that. We don't technically have like a fin sponsor on the podcast. Maybe we could hook something up. We got to get him to. We got to get him into the studio to interview mm, him first. That's true. Maybe we can ask him live. Yeah, that's it. Let's just call him. Yeah. You know, anywho, let's get back to Bondi. <laughs> We're not here for yuccas. That's next week, is it? We've been saying it's next week for the last <laughs> 10 weeks. Wolfo, is it next week? He's probably forgotten about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I, I've got something controversial to bring up with you, Bondi. Uh, as you mentioned, you, you you love getting around gate 20. What are we, 22? 22. 22. And you, you, you love the lime milkshake, but you never go a bacon and egg roll. Yeah. What's with that? What? Yeah. How has this got past me? You know, you've never noticed? No, I know I know you always get a um a hash brown. Yeah, so I don't eat egg. Or well, not like because I'm religious about it. I just don't <laughs> like the uh, <laughs> just don't like the taste. And so when I heard that the official um uh breakfast food was bacon and egg roll, I, I didn't know if I'd fit in. Mm. Well, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And no, you never no, will. No. But what do you get? You get something quite unusual, yeah? Uh, I was getting the, the BLT at the kiosk for a little while, which is a bit weird to eat it's breakfast. such a weird breakfast food. Um, so I didn't – I was off that. So I just get like three or four hash browns. W- would you go a, a bacon roll? Yeah, but it's kind of – the problem with the bacon roll is it's kind of a bit of nothing. Like you never really have just bacon as your protein, you know? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had bacon as my protein before. I Like I don't like it. Yeah. I wouldn't choose it, but I have had it. So, no bacon egg roll, mm. 
No lime milkshake. Yeah, I don't love him. <laughs> and you think that you're going to get off being the hawk when? Well, see, here's the thing. Should so we I'm, quickly just explain what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. So the hawk <laughs> is the head of childcare. That's our entry-level position at the Budgie Boys. I believe, Woofo, that's, you started as the hawk. And look at you now, mate. <laughs> yeah, look at me now. I run on the show. <laughs> well, okay. I do have a bone to pick with the, uh, with the, the Body Surf podcast, oh, with the Budgie okay. Boys. Um, so I am the head of childcare. Mm. Mm. Uh, we did have a annual general meeting at um, in July this year, yeah. June or whenever it was. At Harryman, we went to Harryman Brewery, uh, had a couple of ales, and um, I was really excited to have a vote on who was going to be the next hawk. See, the thing is, I've recruited a couple of new yeah, boys you've done into, real the, well. um, yeah. into the the Budgie Boys. Um, shout out to Jared. Shout out to Aaron. Well, I didn't really get Aaron in, but. Shout out anyway. Uh, but Jared, Jared's from the hills. So I've I've recruited someone from the hills. We both drive for over an hour to get mm-hmm. to Cronulla every Crazy. Saturday morning. And um, I thought this is a perfect opportunity to palm off head of childcare. Mm. Um, see, the thing is, I'm a head of childcare, but I hate kids. <laughs> and your working with children's check did not clear. <laughs> so there's something in your past you're not telling us about. No, literally, like your job is like you're so far removed from children, you actually work with the elderly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, so true. that's how much you dislike children. You don't have any children of your own, despite being 40 years old. <laughs> And you know what? When I we first re- found out that you were did my like head in late thirties, like it was a revelation. Very late thirties, yeah, very late thirties, <laughs> like over the hill. Yeah, and it was amazing for Tim and I because we were like, "Wow, we've got a role model, someone to look up to." <laughs> Finally, like we Tim and I had similar um, role models growing up, but we've never had anyone since maybe the age of twenty. Now we've got you. Well, I, every time I go on the Chompers um, Instagram, I, I th- when they talk about the foo, mm. you are the foo. <laughs> You're our foo. <laughs> You're That's our foo. Great. Yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means, but uh, no, I like it. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And I, I still don't think you're ever going to get off the hook, but I, I will back you. <laughs> I will back you on uh, in regards to. Timmy not bringing the minutes because that actually really let us down that day. We do have the general meeting each year and we bring the minutes and Wolfo Wolfo records them and we go and adjust all the things within the King Wan menu. Mm. Now, Tim did not bring that this year. I'm very upset and because, like, let's be honest, you probably weren't going to get off the hook, but you had the opportunity to vote someone else in. Yeah, that's right. I think you would have got off it. I think I deliberately did it because we've got a few new kids coming in. Yeah. And I, I want to see you do some work for once. See, the thing about thing about kids <laughs> is you can you can say you love Where's kids. Where's this going, Bondi? Because like we don't have a dump function here. <laughs> well, maybe I won't say it then. <laughs> say it, you don't say it. Say well, it. the thing about kids uh, is you can say you love kids, you just can't be too specific. <laughs> I've got your album coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> Good joke. I like that. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> just, old old Dimitri Martin. All right, I'll try and bring it back into some some form of body surfing chat. All right. Being thirty seven and and from <laughs> and from uh, the western suburbs. Is it, would you call it the western suburbs? Mm, Not it really. Is, it's, it's further it's, west than the western suburbs. Yeah, it's it's beyond west. Yeah, beyond west. Greater west. Um. What you said before about like where to position on the wave uh, and that whole kind of idea of surf culture and 
just like the knowledge of of the ocean. That's where really you're lacking. Um, and not to put you down in that because that's just the truth. Like you haven't been around the ocean as much as someone who's grown up in Cronulla. Uh, how do you see yourself kind of bridging that gap now? Is it just a thing of being in the water or is it a combination of maybe chatting to people that have been in the water their whole lives? I think of someone like a, um, like you look at Corey. He's only young but, he, man, he's just all he's known is water. Um what, yeah, what do you do about that? Like, are you doing research in the off, like in the off times where you're not surfing? Well, it is weird you say research because I do jump on. Um, I, I look up body surfing all the time. I'm on the body surfing Reddit. If anyone's on Reddit, I'm. Uh, I love that the, the subreddit body surfing. I'm. I'm thinking about it a lot. It sounds a bit lame, but like, it's the last thing I think about before I go to bed. <laughs> You know, like I'm, I'm about to go to bed. How do I get to bed? I think about waves, and mm. um, I think I think to like get uh, to get thinking about being acclimatized in the water or whatever. I think it's just honestly a matter of getting out and doing it. Um, I don't think I'm there yet, and I still see um, you know when I look up on Swellnet or whatever, and it's and it's four foot plus. I'm just like, oh, frig, it's going to be a, a bad day for me. <laughs> But I still want to try and get out there and um, even if I get out the back and don't catch any waves, I still want to like just be in there and experience it and um, yeah, and just learn that like even if I jump under a wave that feels like it's as big as a, a tower, that I'm going to survive and it's going to be okay. I did read somewhere that, you know, you can hold your breath for what is it, 30 seconds or something and uh, that means it's like a 20-foot wave hold down you know so i'm never going to be out there in 20 foot so mm. even if you're you know held down for a second it feels terrifying but you're mm. not going to die yeah you, know, you just need to sort of relax and, and be okay so i'm trying to make myself feel a bit more relaxed in the water obviously uh you know spend more time with people that are better at body surfing than me that is everyone in the budgie boys and um yeah and just just get out there and enjoy it have you ever been dumped really hard besides getting some some scratches from reef? Have you ever been just held down for a bit? Not not heaps actually. I, I think the weirdest for me the weirdest thing is just when I'm just cooked it on a wave. I'm I'm not in the right position and I kind of fall over the falls or whatever and I just don't know where I am. You know mm. that's the the scariest thing for me. But now I've never been held down for you know people talk about one or two wave sets or whatever. Mm. I've never done that. You're starting to explore a bit more. We've had a few trips down south. You've gone to some secret spots. You, you know Cronulla quite well. What, what's your favourite break? Well, I mean, Allura Gate 22, you know. <laughs> nothing beats it. One and a half to two foot conditions. Beautiful, uh, you know, sun. It's just great. Um, I really – I had a really good uh, surf at South Cronulla the other, yeah. the other week. Uh, so I went out with uh, Robbie – and Aaron and uh, and Sean, my brother-in-law, and uh, and it was just a, a great day. So it was a, one of the big East Coast low uh, days, and so you know I was terrified to go anywhere else. And South Carolina looked uh, okay, and so went out there. And uh, it's one of those things where you know I'm always on the the uh, the beach looking out. It looks okay, and you get out there, and it's terrifying. Mm. And it was that as well. Um, and at South Carolina, it sort of breaks onto not just the beach, it breaks onto kind of a reef like near the, the pools. And, um, yeah, uh, when I was out there, um, Robbie kind of called me onto a few waves and I said no and then I realised I had to say yes eventually. Mm. And so, 
Yeah, went onto a couple of waves and, and I almost forgot that where we were surfing, it was basically breaking onto rock. Um, because the beach was sort of on the left-hand side, I kind of forgot that it was a reef break and so I was able to catch some really good waves and I had a really good day. So that was good. I think Jesse Mawson was at the cafe at the time. Yeah, that sounds very right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he missed out. But no, it was a really good, really good day. Well, how's, uh, did Jesse, Jesse went race with you. Yeah. I haven't heard much from him lately. Is he all right? Yeah, he's going okay. He was coming to slide, wasn't he? Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but then he pulled out. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. He pulled out, which actually made a lot of sense because, I mean, we got stuffed up in yeah. the end. Uh, yeah. So South Cronulla, you had a good surf there the other day. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to check out what that kind of break does look like that was the last photo that we posted on budgie boys mm. um, that that's normally not what it's like though. it's not what it's like it's it the family beach it's where everyone goes for a little paddle but that's the it was the same spot where but bondi was it, it has one good day a year <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah, yeah you got it this year i missed out <laughs> yeah it's one of my favorite spots i love south carolina but it was it's looking good yeah it was um it was big that day and um yeah but because of the the East Coast lows that have been around at the moment, all the sand's gone. So uh, there's actually a lot more reef there than you would expect would be there. So I can understand um, when you've gone, all right, I thought I was at the beach, but you're not. So that must have been good for you though, like just kind of going, oh, actually I caught a wave and I was fine. Yeah, I think it's when you – so where it broke um, and where, you know, I I kind of caught up with the the lip – wasn't sandy at all it was it was reef or rock or whatever um but it was exciting that you know i I got to that point i didn't die i didn't hit the bottom uh and so yeah it's good and then once you do that a few times you know you can kind of get a bit more courageous and think all right i might sit a bit deeper here or or whatever so yeah it just it was it was really cool and it's really good to um go out with some guys that know the 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 break i really like going out with robbie he's our resident um body border but that day he was actually on the on the belly he uh he was he was body surfing with us but he sort of knows where to sit and so i i really like going out with with him so he can kind of teach me where to go what's next for matthew bond you want to get rid of this head of childcare business but in terms of body surfing you know this year's a write-off we've we've already been denied a lot of the things that we we took for granted the last few years in the body surfing calendar are you hoping maybe to, to get overseas and try some stuff over there? Are you, you you're happy to just hang around here for a while and maybe compete in a few more womp offs? What 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 are you thinking? Where are you going to take the sport? Yeah, um, so I just want to just want to get out as much as I can and um and be really I guess confident out in the water. Um, uh, you heard it here first. I'm really keen to go to Hawaii at some mm. stage, not to body surf. Like I'm not an idiot, but I, I just <laughs> I just want to go and uh, have a good time. Uh, I love Lost, so I really want to go and see the Lost sites. Well, that's what uh, I said last week. We've <laughs> been banned from Lost Chat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, um, no Lost Chat. No, I love Lost. I'm watching my third time through. Right, I've got now. a lot it's of good really spots. Good. Yeah. For you to go there, by the way, mate. Right. Skip. Because so, there, there was always talk about maybe a little expo. You know, Body Surf Womp Off Expo, maybe taking some people over. If, if that happened, would you put your hand up? Absolutely. Yeah, cool. That's mm. good to know. And I think that um, I think that body surfing, uh, this just goes to show that body surfing is for everyone. You know, you grew up in the Hills District. <laughs> you started body surfing when you were 36. Yep. 36. And you're loving it now. You've only been body surfing like just over a year. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you grew up. You can just come down with a 
pair of flippers and a handboard, not even a handboard if you don't want, not even a pair of flippers, jump in the ocean and really enjoy it. Uh, and what I love about it is that the whole community comes together from so many different aspects. Um, I mean, you've got lawyers, you've got photographers, you've got musicians, like, and everyone brings a different aspect to body surfing. That's what I love about it. No one just kind of conforms to, oh, yeah, I'm a surfie, I do this, and everyone grows their hair long. Like, everyone's just different. Everyone's strange. Uh, and that's where like it's just so open i mean you've start, you've brought this american dude into the um, budgie boys like and he's got his own story as well and he's only just started body surfing it's just i i just really love that um you've you've joined the team um and as i want to echo what timmy said like what what's the future for you like how do you see kind of your story in body surfing moving the the sport forward so i i think it's just um yeah, just it's it's really interesting because I talk about going to the beach a lot to my mates who live in the the hills district, uh, nowhere near the beach. No one's gr- grown up with it, and they assume I mean you know stand up. And I'm like, mm. no, 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 I don't have a board. I just go out there with flippers and and have fun. And and um, I would love for more people uh, who haven't grown up at the beach to to get out there. And you know the point, the cost of entry is nothing. You yeah. Just yeah. go out there and. Uh, you know, you might, I might, I have a couple of pairs of flippers now because uh, I'm an idiot and I bought a whole bunch. So <laughs> now I've got spares that I can just, um, you know, uh, lend to people. And yeah, I just want to kind of be like a body surfing evangelist, you know, just get out there and uh, just, just spread the word. <laughs> and that's what I think everyone is at the end of the day. They're a body surfing evangelist. Like it's hard to go. It's hard to kind of like share sur- stand-up surfing with everyone. If if you go, oh, I'm a surfer, they automatically assume you're a stand-up surfer. They don't want to. They they already think they know everything about it. They've either chosen to surf or they've chosen not to surf, and that's it. Mm. Body surfing is so different because you're like, no, 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 no. Like I go out there without a surf craft. No, I like I catch a wave just swimming onto it, and then people automatically start asking questions. So you're exactly right. You're the body surfing evangelist. <laughs> Bondi, the body surfing evangelist. It's perfect. Go out there and share the book of Matthew with everyone, baptizing them. <laughs> Absolutely. With some salty water. Can we get um <laughs> can we get uh Belly Slater to write a Bondi the Body Surfing Evangelist song? <laughs> I think that's that's our next project. Wolfo, producer Wolfo, you're on get onto that. Done. Done. He's he's in. Anywho, I think we got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. We'll be back next week with an episode of Between the Sets. But Matthew Bond, thank you very, very much for being a guest here on the Body Surf Podcast. I'd like to thank Tom Ma as well. Thanks for jumping on the phone and having a chat with us tonight. Uh, we'll be doing our thing. We'll be. Are we going for a surf this weekend? We sure are. Uh, just yeah. Which course. where are we going? Gate twenty two. Okay. Eight a.m. Mate. Eight. Okay. Sleeping. <laughs> We're sleeping, yeah. Good stuff. All right, we've got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. But for now, Bondi, would you like to say it? It's always overhead when you're body surfing. Bye. Bye. Bye.